Hi, I'm Daniel Fuller from the Middle Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily community meditation, where today we're talking about business models or organizational models. So I've been in some situations lately, we're just thinking about different styles of business, different organizational models, and you can apply this to business or ministry. And I, I always think of, we talk about in my book, Pockets of Prosperity, no matter what kind of organization you have, whether it's pure charitable organization, it's pure ministry, or it's business, no matter what it is, you're always in business and ministry. But we're looking to do good, but we're also looking to do it in a systematic way. So today we're going to be seeking God about different models for business, because something I've learned firsthand, I'm my own personal training gym for a long time, something I've learned just having various business businesses throughout my life is sometimes our business models are not the greatest. Sometimes our business model can kind of imprison us where we're like a slave to the business. It can uh, create bottlenecks in the business where there's not room for people to progress in that business, whether those are clients or employees or whoever they may be. There's not the continual levels for them to progress in. We can create bottlenecks in that. And just all kinds of issues that we can come up against because we don't have the right models in place. And I believe God's got some just business models from heaven that are simple and beautiful that we can use to operate our businesses, our ministries, our organizations. And these, these can apply into a lot of areas. And I think these models actually come from a couple principles. Number one, they come from the way that our human bodies are organized. And so one of my areas of focus through the years has just been learning the way that our business operates. Because I feel like our physical bodies are a physical expression of the body of Christ. It's the way that the body or the organization or the church is set up. And the more we understand that, the more I think we can apply those understandings into our business models. And then also I think of always think of fractal patterns. Fractal patterns, where it's the same pattern whether you scale it up or you scale it down. The same pattern shows up in every area. Sometimes it's bigger, sometimes it's smaller, but it's the same pattern. And we can replicate or multiply that pattern over and over. So you think about our physical bodies. They start as one cell. And then they multiply or divide into two and then four and then eight and then 16. And they just keep growing that way. Well, I think we can take those same principles and apply that into growing our organizations. So... I'm going to read a section. This is coming from my book, Pockets of Prosperity. And I was thinking about this all throughout the day today, actually. And then I got this email to myself, from myself, in our program, The Abundant Life Blueprint, where we go through all of the trainings that we have for different areas of life. And so I'm going to read this email. Uh, so it says, there are an infinite number of business models out there. Unfortunately, I've learned firsthand that you can create a business or a ministry that is really just a big prison. I've been down the path before of a very high overhead business with high rent and payroll and the business being overly dependent on me. But our business and our purpose are supposed to set us free. So make sure when we're choosing business models, we choose one that sets us free and hopefully sets others free as well. So spend some time seeking God in your business model. Here's some of the criteria of some success that I think about now for creating a business model that sets you free rather than enslaving you. Number one, it's profitable from day one. You can be profitable right away with it. You've got very low overhead. 
You've got unlimited capacity to add more customers and it's easy for existing customers to refer. You could apply that into just uh, different areas as well. And the more new customers or clients that you get, the more experience, the more the experience for existing customers actually improves. Because in some business models, the more you add more customers, it takes away from the experience of others. In most businesses, there's a bottom, bottleneck that as new customers are added, it takes away from the experience of existing clients. There's a path of progression for both customers and team members. And there's always another level to progress to, even if it means that customers or team members are launching out and starting their own thing that complements yours. Customers can self-manage their own process and they're contributing to the experience. And we only hire people who have experienced your fruit and truly believe in what you're doing. We try to stay away from paying people for their time because we want to pay for performance because it requires them to use their faith at a higher level. So these would be some things for us to get started with, to think about. We're going to pray over this. I like to think of communion as an activation. Just we're going to activate this in our life. We're going to believe we receive from this moment on. They're going to get some of these beautiful solutions from God and how to set his business models in place in our life. And remember, every business or organization or body, community, they're all unique. They're all different. They're all unique. So we need unique solutions for every different organization that we have. But let's pray first, and then we'll get into our time of communion after that. Heavenly Father, I pray for everybody who's watching or listening, their families, their friends, everybody connected to them, and all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. And that Jesus was struck down, he was smitten, bruised and pierced and crushed and destroyed. Also that you could be on our side, that you could be fighting for us. And I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you more and more. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and you seated him at your right hand in heavenly places far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us and to make your face shine upon us. Let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive everything you've given us in Christ. And to let it flow through us, that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today. And help us make the most of those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes. And do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. 
Amen. <clears throat> Say, Father, we're asking you to teach us about business models. I know you've got some amazing business models, some beautiful solutions for us. We're asking for those business models that you've got stored up for us in heaven, Lord. We're asking for them to implement them into our organizations, our ministries, our businesses, any other place that they're applicable. Help us to receive those from you and just implement them effortlessly and beautifully and quickly, very, very quickly. And we thank you that night Jesus was betrayed. He took the bread. And Father, creative business solutions has truly set us free. And we thank you that night Jesus was betrayed. He took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. We'd all missed it. We'd all turned to our own ways. And you laid upon Jesus the punishment that we deserve. And by his stripes, you've been healed. He was crushed and destroyed by you, smitten by you, so that we could be right and holy and perfect in your sight. All through his one sacrifice. And you raised him up from the dead. You seated him at your right hand. And you raised us up together with him. And you made us sit together with him. And we get this opportunity today to take this bread and to remember our union with you through the sacrifice of Jesus. And so, Father, I thank you for this bread. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. Let's go ahead and take our bread. <clears throat> Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. And it's the forgiveness of sins that released us from darkness. And transferred us into the light. We get to walk out this day today in a covenant relationship with you, God. This blood sworn oath in the blood of Jesus. And so I thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. Let's go ahead and take our juice. So normally after our time of communion, we talk about some practical health and fitness tips. Because I think physical exercise, our physical bodies, our physical expression of exercising our faith, of just the way the body of Christ is supposed to work. And I want you to think about, the Bible tells us everything connects to the head. It tells us everything in the body connects to the head. And actually, if you study anatomy, you're going to find there's fascia that runs and connects all the way to the head from every part of the body. And so making sure your head and your eyes are in a good position when you're doing your workouts is a very important part of health. Important, important part of fitness. So pay attention to where your head is looking. And you want to think about this. The Bible always talks about keep your head up. Keep your head up. Keep your, your head always slightly up in just about everything you do. But I hope this is enough for today. If you'd like to be a part of what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.